0: Welcome back. I am so excited that you are here and we are back for another week of something super juicy. But I, you know, was thinking about it and I was like every single podcast episode, I'm like, I'm just so excited to be here. And I seriously am. I absolutely love That this outlet and this opportunity for me to grow as a human and as an individual, as a business mentor, as a nurse, um, as a daughter, as a friend. And I don't ever want to come across on this podcast as perfect. I don't ever want for you to feel like I have my life together because some days are better than others, some weeks are better than others, but that's called being human, right? And being human means that you show up as the most authentic version of yourself every single day and you put your best foot forward and you show up and you say I freaking gave it my all today and for that I am damn proud and I think that's something that we both need to hear right now so I just wanted to give you that little reminder before we dive into today's topic and it really relates back to that because as humans we have energy exchange going on around us 24 seven, everything that is in our life is either adding energy or subtracting energy from what we do and who we are and how we show up to life. And your energy is so freaking valuable so valuable and I want you to leave this episode realizing where you're expending your energy and maybe where you're not getting a equal or greater energy exchange back and energy is contagious and energy is something that you get from the food that you eat the daily movement or the lack thereof that you do or don't do in your daily routine it comes from the words that you say to yourself the people that you're around your physical environment and one of my favorite quotes is that a power plant doesn't just have energy it has to create energy and you also have to learn how to create your own damn energy and every single morning I show up and I create my energy I put two feet on the ground and I say to myself how can I create more energy today how can I be the energy that I want to receive and the more that I show up and I bring that energy to the table not only am I creating it for myself but by default the proximity principle the people around me who are watching me who can feel my energy are also soaking up and absorbing that energy too. So I want you to keep that in mind as you're listening to the rest of this podcast episode and maybe do some energy audits on yourself and your energy that you're putting out into the world. So first, I wanna talk about taking ownership of your energy and realizing that you have to protect and create your energy. Don't leave it up to somebody else or in the hands of somebody else because that's when the negative downward spiral starts. And if you don't have control, you don't end up where you want to be. You fall victim to going through the motions and you fall victim to letting somebody else dictate your path and where you're going. Instead of playing the poor me card and it starts with a desire to want to create more more energy for yourself. So I want you to just take a moment, pause, and ask yourself, what kind of energy am I feeling right now? Are you sitting in your car? What kind of energy is around you? Are you walking to class? What kind of energy do you feel within you? Are you sitting in bed? What kind of energy do you use today? Where do you feel like your energy went? And we are going to dive into three different subtopics of where your energy exchange is either helping you or hurting you and the first one i want to talk about is your physical energy and this is the amount of energy you have and your physical energy comes from a lot of different things that you do or forget to do on a daily basis like proper nutrition moving your body getting in exercise and those positive endorphins getting enough sleep every night actually taking rest periods and this is where your basic energy needs come from and when you're not meeting these basic energy needs, you're going to have a decrease in your attention and your focus. You're going to have a decrease in your ability to regulate and manage your emotions. So I want you to stop and ask yourself right now, what kind of physical energy did I create today? Or did you just run out the door this morning on the way to class and completely forget to eat breakfast or make the choice not to eat breakfast? Did you tell yourself for the last three weeks that you're going to get up and you're going to start doing daily movement? You're going to get in a 30 minute workout, but for some reason you continue to push it off and put it into the back burner. And now here you are feeling like a walking zombie with no energy to give to your friends, to your family, to your schoolwork, to your patients, to your coworkers, whatever it might be, you truly cannot put energy out into the world if you don't meet those basic needs and you create that energy for yourself first. And I am a firm believer. That One of the absolute best ways to create your own energy is through daily movement. It is a part of my everyday no matter what. It can be something as simple as a 30-minute walk or a quick 30-minute yoga flow, whatever your jam is, but there are so many benefits to getting those positive endorphins from a good workout and your nutrition, I want you to think about this is if you are not putting gas into your car, how is your car ever going to get you from point A to point B? If you aren't putting energy and fuel into your body, meaning you are eating substance that has nutrient value that is going to give you the energy that you need to get from point A to point B, how do you expect to get anywhere or get anything done? And let me loop you in. It's not going to happen with high energy, and it's not going to happen at the productivity rate that you want. So, before you think about skipping breakfast for the third or fourth morning in a row, spend some extra time and put some fuel into your body. Getting enough sleep, like actually sleeping the recommended amount for you and your body and your age. And I know for me, my kind of sweet spot is like seven to eight hours. And do I usually get seven to eight hours? Probably not. So I know that this is a personal area where I struggle, and a big. Thing- that I have been doing recently is creating more of a nighttime routine to unplug and disconnect. So that way I actually am going to bed at a decent time. And maybe that's something that you need to start doing. Just like you set an alarm to wake up in the morning, set an alarm to remind yourself like, Hey, put down the phone, turn off the Netflix. It's time to go to bed. And those periods of rest are so incredibly crucial for your body to just reboot and reset. And something that I have recently learned about is this concept of ultradian rhythms. And basically, it's a 90 to 120 minute cycle where your body is going through a high energy state to like a physiological trough. So at the be- at like the peak of this 90 to 120 minutes is when you have like the most burst of energy you have the highest burst of energy and then your body kind of dips down and it starts to tell you like hey i need a break And this break is signaled by you know yawning feeling restless you know you're just not as concentrated and so if you stop what you're doing when you're in that physiological trough and you take 10 20 minutes to get up and stretch and you know move your body go for a quick walk at the office get outside and get some fresh air turn on your favorite podcast just do something to disconnect from whatever it is that you're focusing on and allow your body to like do that little reset so that way when you get to the top of the next peak your energy is at optimal performance and you are reset and ready to go so that way you can stay more intentional and more focused on whatever it is that you're doing and it's so incredibly important to listen to your body and so when you're getting those cues when you're feeling there you're sitting there and you're yawning or you're just feeling super distracted just take a second take a step back and take a break And before we move on to the next subtopic, I want you to stop for a second and I want you to ask yourself on a scale of zero to 10, how do you rate your current physical energy today right now? What kind of things have you done to make a positive contribution to your physical energy? Did you sleep enough last night? Did you get your body moving today? Did you get out there and get a workout in? Did you actually eat breakfast? Did you eat something to fuel your mind and your body? So zero being like, meh, I'm pretty, I'm I'm struggling. And 10 being like, heck yes, I'm creating so much physical energy for myself. And use that as guidance and a starting point as to where you can do better tomorrow to create more physical energy for yourself. And now we are going to pivot into emotions. So your physical energy was the amount of energy you have and your ability to navigate your emotions um, really... Correlates with the quality of your energy because when you're aware of your emotions and how it's creating positive energy, you're able to recognize triggers or events that create negative emotions within you. And when you're feeling negative emotions and you're feeling that overwhelm of negativity, you're not able, one, to focus as great, but you're also, two, not able to put out the energy into the world that you want because your emotions are draining you. And so when you bring self awareness into those, things, events, or people that make a negative contribution to your emotions, you are able to ask yourself better questions and figure out the root cause of where your negative emotions are coming from and the steps that you need to take in your work or your life or your social setting to stop those negative emotions before they consume you and all of your energy. And when you start to feel those negative emotions creep in, there's a couple of different things that you can do aside from just finding the root cause of it. And sometimes, you know, we can't completely eliminate the situation or the event that causes the negative emotion trigger, especially if it's in our place of work and it's like another human being, you know, that you just have to learn to work with, right? We all have those, but a few things that you can do when you start to feel those negative emotions creep in is slow down and do some deep breathing, inhale for 10 seconds exhale for 10 seconds, and really just like Get into focus with your mind and your breathing. Um, there's a really great app called the Calm app that does meditations. Um, if you're somebody who is into meditating, that's a really great way to just like take a minute to disconnect from the emotions that you're feeling and just like reconnect with your mind and body. Another thing that you can do is take a brain break, get out there and get some fresh air, go for a walk. Again, this goes back cycling to creating that physical energy, and that physical energy is also going to then radiate to your emotions. And I know that for me, staying active and getting a good workout in or getting outside for fresh air is one of the best ways to combat my negative emotions. It just brings me to a place of peace and positivity. So whatever it is for you that puts you in that place, go there. Take a break from whatever it is that you're doing. Another really great way to combat negative emotions is gratitude. Telling people in your place of work, texting your old best friend, texting your significant other, texting your parents, and just expressing gratitude and letting them know what you appreciate about them and why you appreciate it and you find in life what you look for so if you start to look for one good thing one little small gratitude you can write it down in a journal if you want or you can write it on a sticky note the more that you're looking for positive things the more that you're looking for reasons to be grateful that's what you're going to find so gratitude is a huge one and such a simple but powerful practice And I want you to do a quick self-eval and ask yourself, what kind of emotions did you feel throughout the day? Was there certain triggers that caused it? Do you feel like it was something you were in control of or maybe not so much in control of? Maybe it was somebody at your place of work or a work event that, you know, fell out or maybe it was a crazy 12-hour shift and you just felt all of the emotions. So while you can't necessarily control that specific situation, you can control how you respond to it and you can control how you re-enter. Energize yourself by stopping and doing that deep breathing or practicing that gratitude or just taking a quick brain break and being able to be self-aware of how your negative emotions are affecting your everyday energy is huge but it's also incredibly hard so give yourself grace and be patient but realize the quality of your energy comes from the emotions that you're feeling And this is gonna transition us perfectly into the last category and that is your mind. And this is the focus of your energy and where your attention goes, your energy flows. So when your mind is scatterbrained and you are thinking about the to-do list that you have that is a thousand and one miles long and you have no idea where to start, your energy is getting pushed and pulled and expended in so many different directions. And that is an absolute Energy sucker is inattention and no focus and no direction. And when we feel our mind racing, when we feel ourselves getting caught up on what's next, what should I be doing instead, and we switch back and forth to task, we task surf, we're not being intentional or productive with whatever it is that we're trying to be doing. And that, unfortunately, is where a lot of our energy goes: is thinking about the what ifs, thinking about what's coming next, instead of just being incredibly laser focused on what's right in front of us. And there's a few different things that we can do to help combat this energy leak. And that is one: eliminating distractions. Turn your phone on airplane mode when you're working on homework. If you're replying to emails, shut off your notifications from Facebook. And this is something that I have really had to. Hone in on in 2020 with being at home more often, right? And running my business online and all of these things, I feel like I always have tasks that I want to be doing. But when I get too scatterbrained and focus on all of those what ifs and like the really long to-do list, then I'm not actually getting done what I need to be getting done in that moment. And something that I have been doing that has been working really well for me, and I talked about this in episode... Seven, just a few weeks back, I'll link it in the show notes, is time blocking, which means that you're giving yourself a set amount of time to complete one task and one task only. And that allows you to be more focused on that task in that moment. And you know that you're not supposed to be doing anything else. So by default, you're going to be more purposeful and more intentional with what you are doing. And by default, your energy is not getting leaked in a thousand and one directions, right? And this also ties into when you create a to-do list that is 20 items long, can you talk about instant self-induced overwhelm? (laughs) Like we do not need to look at a to-do list of 20 things long wondering which one we should get done first. So whenever I make a to-do list, I always sit down and I ask myself, if I could pick three things to get done today that would absolutely mean the most to me and move the needle forward on whatever it is that I'm trying to work towards, which three would it be? And I take those top three items and I put them on a sticky note and I only look at those three items because your mind is not going to feel overwhelmed by looking at three items versus 20 items and while yes checking off 20 items off a to-do list can be satisfying by the end of the day do you ever actually get done all 20 items on that to-do list probably not so why don't you just save yourself the time and the overwhelm and just pick those top three items to stay more focused on so your energy is not going to places where it doesn't need to right And once you have that top three to-do list, then I want you to get even more focused and pick the most important thing on there and do it first. And usually it's like the unsexy thing that like you're probably going to try and put off until like the very last minute, but they call that eat the frog, AKA doing the thing that you know that you don't want to do, doing it first when you have the most energy. So that way you just get it done and you knock it out. And one, you're going to build confidence and you're going to get that win in yourself, but you're also going to build momentum in order to continue to tackle the rest to the to-do list and now it is time to do a little bit of self-reflection on this final subtopic of your energy and that is your mind are you that person who feels scatterbrained all of the time are you somebody who really struggles with staying focused on one task at a time what can you do and take and implement right now and really just hone in on the top three things that are most important for you to get done today how can you eliminate that overwhelm of the 20 mile long to-do list and just pick three items to get done and I promise you that when you don't leak your energy by having inattention and lack of focus or clarity, you are going to feel so much better and much less overwhelmed. Ooh, I know that was a lot. That was so great. I tell you what, I had so much fun researching this topic because I think that energy is such a valuable resource that we have. And it's something that we have to learn to create and protect every single day. And I think oftentimes we get to the end of the day and we're like, dang it, I am so tired. I have no energy left. And we don't realize that our energy is getting expended and. Put out into all these different directions where we might not even realize it. And so once you bring self-awareness into these three different subcategories of where your energy could be going and how you can correct or fix in, per- in order to learn to protect and create your energy, it becomes incredibly valuable because then you know that... You are in charge of your energy and it's not something that you just wake up with one day. You truly do have to put in the work in order to create it. But then once you create it, it's your job to protect it. It's so important to acknowledge that there needs to be an equal energy exchange for you and your environment and the people around you. Yes, it's your job to create your energy. It's also your job to make sure that your energy is not going to people, places, or things that are not worthy of your time or that energy that you worked so dang hard to create. Let's just recap really quick. Your physical energy, the amount of energy you have comes from meeting those basic energy needs like proper nutrition, exercise, getting enough sleep, letting your body rest, and taking those breaks in order to really maximize those ultradian rhythms, those states where your body has high energy and then needs that period of rest. Give your body that period of rest. Bringing self-awareness in order to have better quality energy, bringing self-awareness to your emotions is such a huge step in order to regulating and acknowledging and identifying the root cause of what causes negative emotions in your life and learning how you can take a step back to recreate that energy through gratitude and deep breathing and really just being in control of your emotions, right? Right. The last thing is your mind and your focus. This is the focus of your energy and you can't be allowing yourself to be pulled in a thousand and one directions. You can't be tab surfing within your brain of all the different things that you feel like you should be doing. Be intentional, carve out time to focus on that one task and your brain and your body and your energy is going to thank you for it. I promise. I hope this episode was juicy. I hope that it was helpful. Please do not forget to share with me your takeaways. I love when you tag me on Instagram and let me know what you vibed with this week. I also love your feedback about what you want for future upcoming episodes. And I also want to let you know that I have an exciting announcement coming to you next week. So make sure you tune back in. I am so, so grateful that you are here. And again, I will see you next week.